graphic nature of this program, listener discretion is advised. Deviants, welcome to show. I am the Clinteris, and I am here with El Gucho. And it's me, it's me, the Devo Slacky. That's right. <laughs> Thank you, that. Gooch, for that. <laughs> and we are the Social Deviants, who are here today to talk about the Bronx. Vampires vs. the Bronx. Uh, just recently released on Netflix. October 2nd, it was released on Netflix. Yes, yes. And, I mean, there's no... I have no uh, no idea about the money. It's Netflix. They I have don't no clue. Publish that yeah. shit. They don't publish um, This is a feature film that was um, released on Netflix. I think they've been doing quite a few of these over the course yeah. of the year. I think you get like maybe one or two big ones a month nowadays. Obviously, they have a bunch all the time, but uh, this was one of them. I had never heard of it uh, before, other than before when you know. Gooch, I mentioned it, yesterday, uh, last, Gooch mentioned last it and yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, I, I, I think I saw a little trailer for that, but that was about it, you know? Yeah. Uh, the funny thing is this movie has a 94% approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Which, which is funny because it, it has yeah. only a 5.4 on IMDb. Weird. I guess yeah. the Met, I guess uh, Metacritic has 70, has it 76 out of 100. Okay. Um, so I think people kind of liked it. Um, yeah. So, so the re- let's the reason why this is up, by the way. So we're we, last week, if you guys are following us, uh, the or the previous episode, we did Killer Clowns from Outer Space, right? <laughs> yeah. And uh, so I'm uh, sorry, Devo, Devo chose that one. I love that movie. That was fun. So do I. Yeah. I don't know if you guys loved it. Our listeners may not have loved it, but so so the whole thing reason why I chose this one is because so we that's an old that was like eighties super eighties camp right campy movie. I mean, if you go look up eight like it's it's like up there with like critters and and the ghoulies and all that stuff, right? Yeah. yeah so yeah. what I wanted to see it was since it was my turn to pick, and it's still October, so we're still in Halloween time. I'm gonna go with like twenty twenty camp, and this is exactly what that is. Yeah. So, uh, continue on. I just wanted to give a little anecdote about why we were watching this film. No, I think that's a great one because I think, yeah. especially if you're going to, if we're going to look at it in the context of, uh, campy movies. And I think, you know, there's all yeah, different I mean, types of campy movies, right? Yeah. There's, I mean, there's, there's everything from Toxic Avenger to <laughs> whatever you can come up with, right? Yeah, that's, that's uh, but I think not, obviously that's not horror, but it's a campy movie, like yeah. horror, especially traditional horror, like the yeah. the Frankenstein's and the vampires and werewolves yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. It is, I don't know what it is, but I guess people that make campy movies are attracted to those um, those characters and those yeah. themes and mm. those those worlds, and so you see this a lot, and I think there are probably more horror camp movies than any other genre, I would guess. Right. I don't know if you guys agree with that, but maybe just because um, I, I think a lot of them are low budget. So they're probably a lot yeah. easier to make. Yeah. And I don't think that, I think the thing with campy is it's not meant to be taken seriously. So you don't it, have exactly to make right. things yeah. so perfectly realistic and spend all this money on special effects as you do when it's a campy movie, even though I felt like they yeah. spent, they probably Spent some decent money on the special effects in this one, actually. Um, but I found it uh, interesting because when you look at what we consider as a campy movie 
in you know from the 70s and 80s and maybe the yeah. 90s uh, you know, you're going to get these types of movies like Killer Clown where it looks like you're dealing with amateur filmmakers to an extent. <laughs> yeah. And this movie doesn't feel like that at all, actually. I agree. It feels totally like agree. not only is everything deliberate, but it doesn't feel like anything that's happening that is campy is done because they couldn't do any better. It's right. actually done on purpose. Yeah. And so like it, it seems more focused and more intentional. It didn't feel cheap. I just No. You know, I obviously like. I mean, if you guys watch this film, like special effects, I mean, they're good, but they're not like you know, uh, dinosaurs or like the vampires are flying. And the way they did it, there's like one scene where like they're floating, right? <laughs> dinosaurs, the, he says. I'm just saying because like that's what you think. He's like Jurassic Park. I'm like that's like million million dollars like in special effects. Here they did it well. Um, the I, th- I thought the vampire makeup was good. I mean, they, you, you look at vampires, see these guys, I'm like, yeah, that's a vampire. You yeah, know? yeah. What, what else do they not look like? Um, so I thought it was good for what it is. I mean, you it's PG-13, so it's not like super bloody. No, it wasn't it bloody was, at all, no, actually. No, it wasn't very bloody exactly, at all. So. And really, this movie was like, I, I don't know if you guys thought about this, but it's almost like the vampire version of Goonies and Stranger Things. Yeah. Obviously, I, in, I a, so, in a... Yeah. In a, I guess you would say a inner city setting rather yeah. than whatever those yeah. settings were. For me, you know, I felt like, this was like a modern day version of Monster Squad or The Lost Boys. Yeah. I, oh yeah. Oh that's yeah. What I thought too. I thought it was a modern day version of like a like a pre, like a what do you, how, would you consider them preteens? I guess they were teenagers still. Take early teen version of The Lost Boys. I, well, uh, so the maybe boys preteen are, because there's a there's a point where um, Miguel is talking to the yeah. three girls. And they they make they make a point to show that those girls are sixteen and they're the yeah. older ones, you know. So yeah, they're like, so like maybe the boys, like I think 13, 14, when you're fourteen. Yeah. I mean, but I think when you're young, uh, one year is a lot. Yeah. You know, remember but, when we were in high school? If you were a freshman and you saw some girl who was a sophomore, that would be like a big deal, you know. Yeah, but be, yeah. the difference between fifteen and sixteen is not that much. But if you're like thirteen and the girl's sixteen or like the other person is yeah. sixteen, that that's a huge for sure. Difference. So I think I think so. It's like they're either thirteen or fourteen. Probably, mm, I and agree. Uh, and the uh, and so like the girls were sixteen, so the, the girl was a little bit older. Uh, the, and I think it's a, it, it, you know, this is movie is meant to be fun. It's yeah, not meant to be serious. It's not meant to be, and it's really like you said, even though it's PG thirteen, Gucci, it's really geared towards thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen year olds. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. know, uh, I thought it was funny because right in the beginning, I could. <laughs> Obviously, I figured out who it was. They showed it in the tr- they showed it in the in the credits, and you could see it later on um, when she was talking to Shea Wiggum. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the very beginning, when she was doing uh, hair, I was like, "Is that Zoe Zaldana? That's, That's my girl Zoe, Zoe Zaldana, baby." Dude. And I, it was her. My my it notes was, here. Yeah, of course, it was her. My notes here are Zoe, and then Zoe D E D. Oh yeah, but you knew when you had a movie like this. And she wasn't marketed as being in the movie. And then she yeah. appears, which for obvious reasons, I believe she is Dominican um, or at least Afro-Caribbean in yes. some way. I'd have to look yes. that up. So you can see why she would want to appear in a movie like this that um, has a lot of, uh, you know, Af- black and Afro-Caribbean characters. I think mm-hmm. maybe Dominican specifically for at least the main character. Uh, you could see why she would want to appear in a movie like this. But with an actress that that has that big of a name, you knew there was no way she was going to be in more than one scene of the movie 
Yeah. Because they probably had her for one day, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. And it's probably she's a big those, name actress. It's probably one of those things where it's like either she like it was like you know the she knew the director and like gave the director a favor or like the um, the what is it the the production company was like well you know you we gave you she they had like a she had like a a three movie deal yeah and she had the star in like this a, a movie for like only like oh, hours or yeah. something type thing like you gotta do and, this favor for us. Exactly type thing. It's mm. what that's what movie stars do. They like start. They start. Like, that's why some. That's why you saw, you see some big movies, some big stars in some weird ass films, is because they sign these like you know three or four movie deals where if they got their their movie they want to be in, and then they have to star in like lesser film just so that you know the, the film can do well. So in order but for her to get in the Guardians of the Galaxy, she had to do I, fucking. I, I'm I'm assuming a future Netflix I, I film. <laughs> I don't know about that, but I'm assuming that's something like that. or like I said. She probably she may have like known the director and like since it's the Bronx. I mean, she says here she's from like Queens, right? Yeah. And uh, and she's Dominican and Puerto Rican, so she like fits right into this demographic. Yep. So I mean, yeah, she spoke, I think the she spoke perfect Spanish. To be honest with you, man, I was like, damn, because she probably speaks it. She probably the... speaks it, yeah. <laughs> because I think the you know the character that they called the Puerto Rican Harry Potter. Obviously, that character was Puerto Rican, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, which was funny. Uh, was I had a question for either of you. Um, can either of you explain what a bodega is for those uh, that might not know? So I know a bodega. Look, I, I mean, obviously, I don't know in the context of of uh, like you know uh, New York culture and right. the, uh, Bronx culture, but a bodega, like for us, like if you go to Chile, bodega, it's like it's like a liquor store, or like a small, it's like a small, um, like. Uh, convenience store, good convenience. Yeah. It's a convenience, like store. a 7-Eleven, which like is what it was in the movie. Exactly, and that's yeah. exactly yeah, yeah. what Abuelo yeah. for us too. But it, for 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 like in Chile and maybe the other South American Abuelo, it's more like a liquor store. But in in reality, it's that's exactly what it's like a small convenience store. You can go in there, you can get what you need for like something quick, and come out. But predominantly, it's for for booze. And I was I was completely us. unfamiliar with what a bodega was, and so every time they were talking about the bodega and like, oh, come down and save the bodega, I was like, well, maybe it's like some landmark or something that they're trying to to, to save, you know. <laughs> and then it's this dude's liquor store, so it's like, eh. yeah. but but even in later on in the movie, he's like, Tony, I love Tony by the way, and but he was talking about how like the kids basically grew up there, like they would go there mm-hmm. after school and and they do their homework and he let them play video games and stuff like that. So it's like. That was a really important part of their life, and you know what happens happens. Yeah, I think. Uh, I mean, at least according to Wikipedia, Bodega is like a small owner-operated convenience store. That's what it says. Um, yeah, obviously, it I think sense. it's derived yeah. from the Spanish word "storeroom" or "wine cellar." Yeah, well, that's what, just that's like what just like Gooch said. Uh, bodega um, means it's like a store, a, whore, a, a warehouse. Yeah, I think bodega. it's. Yeah. I mean, it basically says here that it was popularized in America, at least in New York City. Um, by Puerto Ricans, mm-hmm. um, the Boricua, and it, it's you know the one of the things I always noticed because I've been to New York and I've been in a bodega before is it tends to be that they will make you nice sandwiches actually like you yeah. can get some nice like cold cut so, type sandwiches it be like a deli there. as well yes it can be oh, like yeah. a deli I think maybe they would call it a deli in certain yeah. situations. Um, but they would also, you could also call it a bodega as well. Okay. Um, so Gooch, a question for you. Yes. Right at the beginning, little mayor, that character, uh, 
his name was Miguel Martinez, I believe. Yes. Uh, but they called him Little Mayor. I, I'm assuming that's because he acted like a little mayor, little mayor. of a city, yeah. you know, um, which is a, you know, that's a funny, uh, you know, character trait just in and of itself. Yeah. But his mom gave zero fucks about putting him on blast. Oh, and dude, that's what a Latina mom does. Well, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> they don't give a fuck. They don't care. <laughs> you have your, you have your girls outside. Whatever, man. You gotta clean your room. You gotta clean your room. You gotta clean your underwear. You gotta clean your underwear. You clean your underwear. You gotta listen to your mom, man. I'm surprised. Uh, I'm surprised you didn't get like a shoe thrown at him. To be honest, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I had that that trope of your you know the mom sticking her you know torso out of the window and yelling out to the street after the foolish kid to do something that she can't stand you know i don't i don't think people do that i i've been to new york and i've walked around the bronx and harlem and i've never saw anyone do that obviously right. but these movies are caricatures of they are film they are. of film history yeah. you know and so that's one of them which i was amused by and the other one that they showed was the fire hydrant you know people bathing in the fire you know cooling having, down cooling the down fire, the fire yeah, hydrant yeah i've been to the bronx i've been to you know harlem uh, I've driven around through Queens. I ain't never seen that shit. And in fact, I think yeah. it's illegal and you'd probably be arrested if you did it. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's a trope. I mean, we've seen that. There's a scene in The Godfather that, that shows that. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I, I don't know if that's actually something that happens. And we may, I mean, we live in California. I have no idea. I mean, we have, I mean, so we're like fire hydrants are closed unless you see, you see a fire here. Yeah. And I so, think the first time I've ever seen that was in Do the Right Thing. Yeah. So if you guys are out there and you guys are on the East Coast and you live in, in, in an urban area like New York or, you know, wherever, and it happens, let us know. I mean, we, I, we don't know. So please let us let us in, into the info with that. So I have a note here. And before we even get in the movie, Jaden Michael, the character that plays Miguel, mm-hmm. I don't know if you thought this at all. Probably didn't even come across your minds. But I when I looked at this kid and I saw him for the first time, and I heard his voice. I, I thought to myself, "That is our live-action Miles Morales." Ooh! Oh, I, I didn't. Think that. He fits the mold. He's no. he's you know he's he's uh, uh, half Latino. He's half black. Um, he's young, uh, smart kid, and you give him some web shooters. You got Miles Morales right there. Mm. I think. Uh, how old is that kid? I don't think he has a Wikipedia page. He didn't have a Wikipedia page. He could be. I'd like I mean, to know how old he is, but I think you give him. It's three, Hollywood four years. I think yeah. he's. I think you're right. Because I think he could. He could physically at least look like that. I don't think he, can, as far as acting skill, I don't. I think he has a lot of work to do. But fucking. I mean, the way he looks, obviously, sure. Spider Man I mean, don't need a whole lot uh, of acting skill there. According to this, they right, had Toby I mean, McGuire. I, I don't know how old this guy is. Right. According to this, according to IMDb, this fool is five ten already. What? Yeah. No. I mean, I don't. I, that can't be right. That cannot because that. I mean, unless he was, unless he was like bent down and hunched. I mean, he may have been. Those girls were a lot taller than this dude. Oh, for sure. But maybe right? he's had a. Growth, he had a growth since they filmed it. I mean, I, or this is lying. It might be like the whole thing where like you were saying that Andre the Giant was over seven feet, but in reality he was like you know it was like you know he was close to it type thing. So, but I don't know. It's just five ten. Yeah, but that's WWF billing, right? Numbers. Like he's yeah. fucking ten <laughs> feet, nine thousand pound Andre exactly. the Giant. So. But in uh, the movie, he's definitely not five ten. Unless that, unless that 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 girl at sixteen was like six three. 
Which is a possibility. No, I'm not saying I it's not. She didn't look like that. The kid I'm just saying like he was five five five. I, I, I agree. He looked he looked pretty short, dude. Like the mom yeah. was taller than him. Yeah. So maybe he had a growth spurt. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to. Find, it doesn't say. Look at it though. here. Uh, it says it doesn't. It says it was announced on 2018 that production had begun. So maybe this movie was shot a couple of years. Oh, back dude, oh, the kid's gonna oh, fucking go. grow oh, like yeah. a weed between two yeah, years. That's true. And you figure like it, what a movie like this? It starts in in 2018. It's gonna finish by the end of the year, maybe early 2019. And you right. look at a picture of him now, like, like 2020. Like, ago, yeah, definitely. Fool's probably fucking six foot four. <laughs> uh, Kids, man, they grow like weeds. Yeah, no, I do. agree. No, I totally agree with you. Ain't no joke. Uh, so Tony was the kid Marrow from Jesus and Marrow, which I believe is a, it's a like a like a talk show. Uh, it's like a podcast, I guess. Jesus and Marrow. I don't uh, know. Yeah, it's a it's like a podcast on Complex TV, apparently. Uh, I don't know. They should sponsor so, our podcast and get us some more fucking listeners. <laughs> I don't I thought know you did a good that, job. Uh, I oh, I loved him. I loved him. Yeah. Yeah, it was a podcast, too. and then I think it's a show on Showtime now. Mm. Yeah, that's what I think so. Um, so, you know, that's where he came from. And then, of course, we have uh, a member from the Wu-Tang Clan in this movie, uh, Method <laughs> I'm Man. I'm M-A-T-H-O-D, man. Yep. The I thought Raider, he was. Well, I thought he was gonna Raider. play a bigger role in it. By the way, I yeah, was kind of, I was kind of. Uh, and when I first saw him, I'm like, oh shit, methods in this. Sh- oh, you know, he's gonna go crazy on some vampires on here. Yeah, didn't I, thought, I thought Meth was definitely gonna kill a vampire. Didn't happen. Yeah. No, he, he whacked him. He he whacked that chick he in the face. Up, but, yeah. yeah, but it is what it is. You know. I mean, I mean he, here's the thing. Did you guys buy him being cast as a Catholic priest? I mean, that means that fool's getting no Putin any. Period. Yeah, I, no, I, I, it, it's method. I, you know, I, I was like I said, I was kind of disappointed what it was, what, what they, what they, what they, and, and he didn't even help the kids. He, he was just like the, the atypical, like he was like, like a legit, just adult. fucking father, and he was like, yeah, and like he's like, oh, you're not doing well in school, and then like he throws yeah. some biblical verses at him. It's like, yeah. all right, like. You know, like the fact that he like he he you know spit it like so like fluent and easy is you know one thing, and I thought he brought some some strange like street cred to a type of character like that. But I don't know, it was just like it's like oh, all right, Method Man's in the movie. It's like to me that was no different than like oh, that's Zoe Zeldana. Now she's gone. Like Method Man was yeah. just like oh, Method Man's in this movie, but like it doesn't do anything. Yeah, it didn't matter if he was there or not. Um, so I mean, I think this movie is clearly an allegory for gentrification right yeah and it's i think it is fairly self-aware that it's doing that and i think um you know you start off by being introduced to the main what we find out is actually the main vampire yeah the the blonde lady i i, I don't know this actress's name sarah uh, Gadon. sarah Gadon. Gadon. you got done right i don't i don't actually particularly dig blonde women, but this woman is really attractive actually. Mm. And um, she played that role to a T and she sort of, I mean, she's so nice to them in the beginning that you know that it can't be real Um, or that, or either that, or she was going to be victimized in some way. Um, She was in Dracula untold. Really? She was, I guess so. She was was at Myrna. Isn't that like the main character, the main chick in that one? 
I guess so. That's a good yeah, movie. Yeah. That's a good movie. That's what I'm saying. Uh, you know, she says this line, um, you think I'm going to say it's too loud and call the cops. And yeah. I was a, like, it's, it's just man, so... that is like what white ladies do a lot, I guess. Yeah. No, she was uh, like, she was like caring before becoming a Karen. Well, <laughs> But I mean, she wasn't though. She was trying no, no, to she say, was, "I'm not." No, I know that's them. what she's trying to do. She's like making a fun, make making a joke about being a Karen. You know? Yeah. Uh, and then the 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 brother, the the the, the black kid, he says, uh, "Bobby," I think is the kid's name, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Bobby. He says, "You know, once," and I don't know if you guys agree with this. He's like, "No one says they're going to call the cops unless they're going to call the cops." Yeah. <laughs> and this was like that white lady's bad news. Yeah, and he knew. Well, then he says, "White people with canvas bags, man, that's how it starts." Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Damn, that's hell of a funny." You know, and but the the funny thing is, those lines are not really about what's happening in the movie. In a, in a, in a lot of ways, it's actually about what's happening in the world, really. Right. Mm. Um. So it was very clever how they sort of worked that in. Uh, and so later on, obviously they, the boys go to investigate. Murnau real estate, I think it was, or properties or whatever it yeah. was called. Yeah, yeah, whatever it was. And I got to tell you, man, if I was on the street and I was looking at some window and all of a sudden on the side there was a gate and some hand popped out with long ass nails, I'm not staying to look, dog. And it's the middle of the night by myself. No, I'm good. But they didn't out. see the hand, though. Did they? they didn't see the no, hand. No, he did by himself. Oh, did when he oh, put okay. up the, uh, when he put up the, the flyer over their logo. Oh, right. Oh, that's what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. And it's crazy because, like, I, I know as as the watcher, you're supposed to know the picture of, of – they had that picture of Vlad the Impaler on that thing. Yes. Like the, yeah. the Quin, like the, one of the old version, like a, a, ver, a stylized version of an old painting. Yeah. Painting that's like the quintessential yeah. painting of Vlad the Impaler. Of Vlad yeah. the Impaler. Like he was on a deck of cards or something. Exactly. That's what it looked like. So I'm assuming and, that when she said that there was, she had the ashes of the first vampire. I'm assuming that's the person Vlad. she was talking about, yeah, right? Because yeah. yeah. she said she'd been alive for seven centuries, and I believe Vlad the Impaler was like a 12th or 13th century warlord. Right, right. And he was, she was either like a, a daughter or or some sort of relative of him, or like he turned him. She, he turned her like back then. Yeah, Vlad the Impaler was alive in. Oof. Uh, 1428 to 1476. So, no, yeah, there you go. Yeah, right around that time. They're around that time. Perfect. Uh, so he now, when <laughs> when he's running away from that, he bumps into like this, the this big, the big guy from this group of four small time gangsters. I, I would guess you would call them. And yeah. he knocks his drink over and this kid's on a bike and this dude's like, I'm angry. Uh, big guy mad. And he starts running after him. Like, I'm sorry, dog. Like I've been mad at people before. Dude. Maybe not mad enough to chase after someone, but you're not going to really chase someone down. Who's on a bicycle. I have the same exact fucking note here. There's no <laughs> way that big boy could keep up with Miguel on a bike. I'm surprised. No way. I, you know what I thought? I'm like, he obviously has a gat. Why didn't he just pull it out and start shooting? <laughs> Blast that little boy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he was going to do it anyways. 
I have a, I, start blasting. I have another note here that that uh, at the yeah. before we saw Method and the three boys got together for the first time in a while because it sounds like Luis, uh, the uh, Puerto Rican Harry Potter, was sent yeah, off to Tampa, Tampa Bay. But yeah. Luis, when you first introduced you first introduced him, the fool's wearing a ghost shirt. Like, what do you mean? So like ghost the, the movie? No, ghost the is, is no the 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 Swedish metal band. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know that band. Oh, dude. That. Well, I uh, I've, I've brought them up to you a couple of times. And I know Neoz isn't a big fan because they're like very operatic um, uh, metal, but they're, they're they're very much into to Satan and Satanism and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm into them. They're not like super heavy or anything, but they've got some really awesome grooves. Um, mm. Yeah, I, I like them. That's a cool little... Uh little you know tidbit and they've got a really interesting story too where it's like you know to, to get off topic here like the when they first start off their their singer dresses up as like this um uh this priestess this ghost priest character named popper emeritus and then as they progress throughout the years it becomes popper emeritus 2 emeritus 3 and then this um uh, cardinal oh. copia character takes over yes i know what you're talking about yes. i've seen the pictures so now. it's now that it's, remember. it's that band oh my god that was that's actually a little disturbing to look at, honestly, but mm. pretty awesome. Like, the, the concept is, yeah, and the mu- like when you listen to the music and like uh, there's this one song called um, 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 "He Is," and what's amazing about the song is that it's like you, when you listen to it, you're like, okay, this is like a uh, a gospel song. You, this is something you'd hear in church, but it's sung. It's not sung about Jesus or the or God. It's sung about Satan and the devil. And like it's just like very operatic and very uplifting. And like he is, he is spite. He's the one that breathe, breathe life into you and me. It's it's uh, I love it. So speaking of um, musical acts, the that brother that was chasing after Miguel. Uh, first, he's the one that like encounters a vamp, and we really see them uh, in action for the first time since the Zoe Zaldana. Uh, kill yeah and this fool cracked me up because he was like hey yo hamilton you lost or something bro uh and he was like what are you wearing man and i was like that i really appreciated that because i feel like there's a lot of you know hard-hitting guys out there that if they did see a real (laughs) vampire at first dressed like that they would be saying things like that like what the like what the fuck are you wearing bro like you know but he calls out hamilton specifically yeah yeah, so uh, I, so I just looked up uh, that uh, Lisa Costa, which is the guy's character's name, and I looked up T-shirt, and so I guess I don't know if this is photoshopped or not, but they show a screenshot at at the end when they're having you know like their uh, their um, celebratory you know block party. Yeah, this fool is wearing a Slayer shirt in this picture, and I didn't notice that in the movie. I didn't notice that either, but that little kid must love metal. I guess he loves metal. He's wearing a Slayer shirt. Slayer like, okay. Ghost. Yeah, because he, he, he was the one that sort of told them all the information about. Oh, yeah, yeah, he was. He, he was. Knew everything about well, that, he yeah. was the second resident vampire. Yeah. Uh, no, sorry, it's the second resident vampire. Uh, I don't know. Uh, smarty Hunter? pants person. Yeah. Yeah. Because that yeah, one girl funny. knew all about that vampires. That girl knew, knew everything. I about know. Vampires. Yeah. <laughs> they never explained that, but yeah, yeah. she just like just came out of nowhere like she's a badass. But I, mean, and, I, I thought it was funny. So we get our first we get our first taste of vampires. Well, obviously the Zoe Zeldana, D E D dead. But then you know, big boy that was chasing Miguel on the bike. Yes. 
you know, he's the first one that gets actually attacked by a vampire. We know, okay, this is a legit vampire because he comes down dressed like Hamilton, a little creepy, <laughs> flies, uh, he bites the fool in the neck, floats up in the air. So, Clint, I want you to break out your vampire the masquerade knowledge. Uh-huh. What clan are these vampires? Oh, that's just a good question, dog. Ventrue. Like, you Ventrue? definitely guys know more about this than I do. So. Okay. Because, like, I, I, I. They were real estate moguls. They were blue bloods. You know, they were white with fucking blonde hair, like well, most Ventrue go, are. Okay. So I'll, I'll uh, do the research because when I, like, I was, I was trying to look up a little bit and I remember, like, Bruja. They weren't Bruja. They weren't fucking Simacy. They weren't fucking. Uh, uh, I forgot what uh, one of the other ones. Oh, they weren't Nosferatu. They weren't Gangrel. Uh, no. So the one that I thought they would have been were Giovanni. They could be. They so could be Giovanni. Giovanni or Ventru. Like that's yeah. Accurate. I, it was one of those two. Yeah, uh, for sure. All I right. think I like it. I like it. Okay, continue on. Continue on. <laughs> I'm glad that you brought that up because uh, I wanted to talk about this at some point. And since you brought this up, let's, let's, do let's just do let's this do now. It. Fucking uh, White Wolf, baby. Yeah, let's do this. So, you know, <laughs> as you guys know, you guys have seen vampire movies just as much as I have, I'm going to yes. assume. Yes. And every vampire movie or show or book or iteration of a vampire, essentially, whether it's a video game or something like that, too, there have something different that is like makes that these vampires unique mm. to this particular world. Right. Right. And obviously, you know, later on, we see that she sort of... Uh, throws the ashes of the progenitor vampire on somebody yeah. and then bites them. And that would be the method by which these vampires would turn someone. Yeah. Um, and you've seen other ones where like, as long as a vampire bites the person, but the person doesn't die from blood loss, then they will turn uh, if right. the person or yes. one where they have to completely drain the bot, exsanguinate the body <laughs> and then give them a drop of vampire blood back into their right. body to populate, to sort that of populate their blood bloodstream. Uh, there's like burying them. I think uh, maybe True Blood used the burying thing. Mm. Um, there's all kinds of shit out there. Um, I was just curious. Uh, obviously, these ones, you know, there's some where you would have, they're not susceptible to silver. They can go out in the sun, even some of them and shit like that. Obviously, these ones, they couldn't go out in the sun. They pretty much had every single potential weakness that vampires are traditionally known to have they these ones had it um right and it really actually i think made them pretty weak to be honest i mean they got taken out by a bunch of little fucking kids and i was just curious are these the weakest vampires you've ever encountered you've ever seen in a like if you took these vampires and matched them up against vampires for some other thing these are, are these the weakest and if they are the weakest who would you consider the strongest uh, so for me, I, I'm there. They have to be up there for the weekend because I mean, I, I, if you guys ever watched the original, like the vamp, uh, Buffy, the vampire slayer, like movie, those vampires yeah. are pretty weak, dude. I mean, the, the head vampire was fine, whatever, but like his minions, I mean, dude, I know I understand that it was supposed to be campy and funny and stuff like that, but I mean, you have Buffy. I mean, obviously she's like a vampire, so she, she, she can fight against them hand to hand, I guess, but still, I mean, those vampires are pretty Mm. And these ones, I mean, I don't want to spoil it for anyone out there. So, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. All right. 
I'm gonna give you a good five seconds before I say this. No, if they so if they're listening to this episode, Gooch, and they, they haven't seen the movie, right. fuck you. The, the watch vamp- the movie. The yeah. head vampire says, "Fuck you." So the, the head vampire got killed by uh, a 13 year old kid on a BMX or oh, no on a mountain bike wielding a broken bat or is it a was it a broken bat broken bat? it was a broken Sammy Sosa bat. So, Sammy Sosa bat. So it's basically and this power of Sammy what, 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 Sosa that brought down the vampire. What, uh, he he. She pretty much joust, she pretty much jousted him. Yes, that's what I said. Jousted her in the chest, and yeah, I was like, I mean, I thought it was funny. But I mean, these are like some shitty ass fucking vampires, and like the gangsters that were dying to him, like. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I understand it's, it's all it's all, it's all <laughs> about the plot. The, the, it was the plot of this. It was like you know, kids overcoming adversary, blah 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 blah. Um, but I thought, I mean, these are pretty weak vampires, dude. Um, the the uh, Harry Potter killed them with a fucking skateboard, dog. It, yeah, exactly. I, Come it on, was just, it wasn't even sharp. <laughs> The, the, the skateboard went through. It was a skateboard. It, broke it, it wasn't in half. half it wasn't a bro. Was it broken in half? But it was. It was. Yeah. Oh. Okay. See, I, well, I, 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 see, oh, okay. okay so I must admit, I, I remember where like the vampire was coming down to bite him. He puts the skateboard up, and the vampire is biting the skateboard. But I don't remember him actually biting it in half. And all of a sudden, yeah, I, fool gets stuck with a skateboard. I'm like, oh. Yeah, I, I was man. like, I was. This guy got killed. I mean, I I laughed. I'm not gonna lie. I laughed. <laughs> But I'm like, I'm like, dude, that is a shitty ass fucking vampire. Yeah, but I think that's that's where you get this aspect of this isn't made for no, of course not. Man, this is made for teenagers. Teenagers think that's funny. I I thought it was funny too. I mean, I thought he was a shitty vampire, but I I thought it was funny. The (laughs) so let's talk about Wesley. Oh, I thought it was great. Uh. You know, this is basically how they sort of learn about vampires in the film, uh, which was funny because the scene right before they first start watching the Blade thing, everyone just basically told him that they didn't believe in vampires. And then all of a sudden they're like, yeah, do this with the vampires. I'm like, did, 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 this, did I miss a scene? Dude, because Blade how is everyone bought, bought in already? Blade is such a badass movie. They're like, well, I'm just going to watch Blade. <laughs> I mean, look at them. But they then were, they were like they all were, like, "Yeah, were, let's go get them." I was like, "I thought you guys di- just said it wasn't real." Oh, yeah. After that, yeah, they were they were it's true. After that, they were like, "Well, we'll, we'll give them the benefit of the doubt," and then they relieved. But yeah. I don't know why they give them the benefit of the doubt. But they were. I mean, Tony. Tony was like, "Oh, I can't let you guys watch this." You know, <laughs> he's like, "Get a blocker." Yeah, yeah. And then I, I like at the end of the movie when she the the mom comes in and she's like, "You let them watch Blade," Blade? and he's like, "He paid for it." <laughs> yeah. So they said that great Blade was the greatest vampire hunter of all time. You guys agree with that? Is he not? Uh, I mean, ooh, what, uh, fucking Wolverine was Van Helsing, and that fool was garbage. Yeah. I mean, that was a bad movie. That was a think terrible about movie. Van Helsing. But that was a terrible movie. The though. Van Helsing that make, we know. I think they could make a better Van Helsing. They had a show. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. But so let's look at the the cinematic experience, right? We've got Van Helsing, who is the most notorious vampire hunter ever. But in the movies that we've experienced in both Dracula, uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula, and the Van Helsing movie that we know, he what gets one, maybe two, three vampires. Okay, um, but what about Belmonts? Oh, but there's not a movie about that. I mean, the yeah. Belmonts. I mean, it, I. And that did that? He's only about, against his Dracula though. Yeah, what about Vampire did, Hunter D. Did he ever kill Dracula? He did. He did. He killed Dracula in the first one. Yeah, okay. right, for, yeah. Fair, enough, fair I, enough. Fair enough. It's just that Dracula didn't die, and then you know, like his. He had to. He broke. He like. 
I guess he dismembered him and like his parts survived, and then he got cursed. But like you look and at Blade, the, Blade gets uh, vampire after vampire after like but, he goes I, after covens of vampires. And, but but again, remember he is he is a daywalker, so he's like part vampire too. So he's not a human. Like, he's not human. Doesn't he's not matter. Do, 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 for, are we are we talking we know, are we talking about the best human know. vampire hunter? Or are we talking about the best vampire <laughs> hunter? All right. All right. Are we hey, getting semantics here? Or what you you, you, right, you asked who's point. the best vampire hunter? You, you the one man who's got the highest kill count is is Blade. Okay, uh, what about what about Vampire Hunter D? I haven't seen too much of that. I don't know like what his record is. I don't know how he is. I know Simon Belmont is supposed to be like this fucking um like a, a, the Fred Astaire of vampire hunting, right? But like Well, what you know, in, in this point, what about the guys from like uh from the Lost Boys? I mean, those kids, they killed a lot of vampires. I mean, they were shitty vampires. Dude, the Frog Bo- the Frog Brothers, <laughs> they killed no more vampires in that movie than in this movie. Yeah, whatever. I mean, there's saying, there's what they four vampires, vampires in that movie, yeah. and they killed what two? Fucking uh, uh, Michael killed Keith Sutherland, oh, and then right. oh, and on, then on, and on. then the grandpa what? killed the the main vampire. What about what about um, George Clooney's character? Oh, Seth in... Seth Gecko? You mean Seth Gecko? What about yeah, exactly? What about Seth Gecko in? Um, I don't. I don't know because his he, brother was too him. busy eating pussy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they killed like a whole nest of fucking vampires. Again, a much better uh, vampire he, hunter than than he, than vampire D maybe than than uh, fucking. He, he had he had a jackhammer that had a stake at the end of it, and right. it was just jackhammering away. At the <laughs> so so Seth Gecko. In uh, in Dusk Till Dawn versus Blade, who has had four movies, three movies, three, three, three? yeah. So that's three major vampires, and I think Dracula Reborn was in one of those movies. Yeah, the guy that guy was like Drake. Would, Drake, Drake, yeah, that was a that was a good so was a good so too, so he's had three major vampires who have had their own covens. And he's had to wipe out the covens, wipe out the main vampires. By the way, his and own Triple mother H. got turned into a vampire. If you remember, these H. these little shits. And he had to wipe out Triple H and Parker Posey. <laughs> by the way, Parker, um, oh Parker Posey. Uh, uh, oh, Parker these little Posey. these little bastards. And and I have a note here. One thing that would have been nice is you got Tony, you got Zoe Zaldana, you got members. So they they make it shown that members of the community are being bought out by this company. And and then you know the, the the vampires are taking over these places so they can build their own their own vampire community. It would have been nice at the very end when they have that standoff where it's that one chick versus all the all the community. If she's like, I need backup, and rather than trying to turn one of the boys into a vampire, if she calls in Zoe Zeldana, she calls in Tony, she calls in all the people from the community, and all of a sudden now you got to fight your own friends, your own family. That are vampires, and are you willing to drive a stake through their heart? Uh, that would have been a much better ending for me. But woo, again, Devo, dropping them bars, dropping them bars, dropping yeah. that fire. But again, <laughs> now that you bring up fucking um, uh, Seth Gecko, I think we have kind of fucking even even with Blade and Seth Gecko. Yeah, uh-huh. but I will say, See, I think Blade had more to do, and he had a longer span, and he had a much longer career fighting vampires versus Seth Gecko, who went to Mexico for one night. And had to fight his way out of a, fu- a fucking Mexican bar. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I mean, I just had to, I had to bring it up. For I think Simon sake. Belmont. I'm voting for Simon Belmont, but the problem is that Blade would probably kill Simon Belmont yeah. if they went head to head. Technology and shit. Uh, so, 
they go there. So let's get back to the story here. So Miguel Lilmer is very unhappy about the gentrification of the Bronx and they're buying up all this real estate. Yep. Try to make a vampire coven. And, you know, they go to investigate to try to get some dirt so they can take it to, I don't know who the hell they were going to take it to. Cause if you've been, if these kids are watching anything about blade, about vampires, including blade, the vampires are in on the, with the law enforcement, right? And right. the government, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So you ain't got no place to go, but they do. And I got to say, number one, if I walk into a shop or a store and they're like, and I asked for the manager and they're like, yeah, well, let's go get them. But wait real quick here. Let's fucking roll down these metal fucking shields of the windows before this dude walks out. Nah, I ain't got to see him. That I bad. got I'll to just go. go. I'll just call <laughs> later. <laughs> but when you're a 13 year old kid, like you're not going to have that same wherewithal, right? Like, yeah. like they were like, oh, you know, like they think they're the shit, right? And all of a sudden they're like, yeah, the boss wants to see you. And then all of a sudden it's like, it's like your access to the outside world, anybody that can see anything bad happening to you is now being cut off. And they already think that it's a vampire. So, like, that's scary enough. But, like, you think about it, they're being cut off from the outside world. So any yeah. hope to survive is now shut off. And then even when they get in the um, in the office, like, uh, I forgot what the guy's name is, like Frank Salvatore or something like that, right? Some fucking WAP name. Um, you know, <laughs> uh, they're, like, Dude, they're like... How did you feel about his performance as uh, one of your... Uh, well, actually not... Quote, unquote, one of, one of my, uh, my former peoples. Uh, he was yes. not a Scotsman, but... Um, uh, yeah, he was fine. It was. It, it was. It, it is. What, it was what it was. You know. Full's name was. Full's name was Frank Polidori. But the, Frankie I mean, the Polidori. Yeah. Hey, Frankie but, D. But the but the actor's name is Shay Shay Wingham. Wingham. Yeah. Hey, yo, Frankie D. Get these vampires out of here, huh? Um, oh, but uh, that's where I saw him in. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so like he he has the kids in his office, and they're like, "Oh, uh, blah, 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 blah. we want you to make a donation to the bodega, right?" And he's like, "How about like two grand?" And they're like, "Oh, he's like, you're right. How about four grand, right?" And then he plays him, right? He's like, "He's like, yeah, but you wouldn't happen to know anything about this." And he pulls out their flyer, and he's like, "Uh, you know, s somebody covered up one of our signs with this flyer, and it it, it it made me feel really bad, you know." And like he put them in this position, and, and like all of a sudden now he turns from like. I'm going to pull you in by giving you this money, but now I have a real, you know, threat against you. And I think that is like, you got these kids who are already scared that they're being cut off from the outside world because these shades are being drawn down. And now they're in this room all of themselves with this bad guy who's pulling them in, in with trust and they let their guard down. And all of a sudden he's like, he pulls out his quote unquote Trump card. And it it was a very intense situation for me. And at the same time, you've got a homeboy. I forgot what his name was. He's trying to he's eyeballing that bag because he knows there's something in that bag that he wants to steal, and that's going to help them in their in their yeah Bobby in their in their in their quest against the vampires. Um, mm -hmm. Lucky for them, I forgot what happens, but uh, somebody oh it's, uh, the, it's 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 the 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 commander as it were. Yeah, uh, she yeah. she she busts in. She's like, oh, you're such good boys, blah blah. blah. And like, what's interesting is like, I'd never picked, I didn't pick up on it then. But when she comes in, the guy like Frank Papadoro is like, oh, oh yeah, we have a meeting. Oh uh, yeah, these boys, we're just talking with these boys. And then like, she has her nod of approval for those boys, and then he kind of calms down a little bit. Oh dude, yeah. I've got, I downloaded the image 
I've got the I, I, so I've got this slideshow of like uh, scenes from the movie and fucking Latino Harry Potter is wearing a, sl- a Slayer shirt. There you go. Yeah, I got the I got the picture. I did it. But I didn't even know. Sorry, I want I went off <laughs> tangent there. Um, but yeah, great. so I love it. So uh, you know, so and at that I, point when she walked in, Devo, you knew that she had to be involved in we're now. But did you suspect that she was the? I thought she uh, was like I, command. I, so so they made a comment early, or I think later on when like um, uh, uh, they talk about the familiar, you know, the who is yes. like the human servant, and I felt that she was that that familiar. But then we learned it's Frank. Was, yeah, I thought she. Was, I, I knew Frank was gonna be familiar, right? Because the way. The way he was, yeah, because because even he, I thought she was the one too. Even when she's first introduced, she's like going through the Bronx. She's like, "Oh, I love my neighbors. I want to learn all about you. Oh, I'm going to help this out. This is so like there's something obviously super fishy about her. No, yeah, but no, I like, thought she was a familiar as well. And yeah, and I and like uh, clearly she's working with the vampires, but I felt like she was either a so new to the whole situation that that's why she acted so like dumbish. But then you find out that she's actually the ringleader. And like for me, that was like a nice little surprise. Cause it's like, um, uh, there's one point where um, uh, Frank Pomodoro or Pomodoro is going through the bag because he recovers the bag, and he's <laughs> trying to look for something, which is this special key, and he Pompadour. doesn't find it. It's a chicken Pomodoro. Chicken he fucking Pomodoro. Fucking Frank Parmesan over here, and he like he can't find the he f- can't find the key, and then somebody walks in the frame, and he's like, oh, commander, and he like he freaks out, and then we find out who the commander really is, and I thought that was a really nice twist. Yeah, I thought so too. Let's talk about the familiars real quick here. You know, this is a, a, a uh, you know, something that you see in a lot of vampire movies. Maybe not. I don't think. See, I feel like it, it was in the original Dracula because I think uh, who's the guy that sort of does the transporting for Dracula from whatever Transylvania to London in the Dracula story? Oh, I forgot um, the guy's name. Uh, it's not Igor, is in, it? Uh, no, Igor is Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Uh, I, I forgot that character's name. God damn it! Because uh, he's in Bram Stoker's. Yes. It says here. It says here. His name is Renfield. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yes. So Renfield yeah. is a familiar. I'm guessing. Yeah, it's, it's yes. Dracula's at that point, familiar. I don't think that maybe I'm not even sure if they use that word. I know. I feel like the but first yeah, time I like, ever heard that like, word was like in his, Blade. His, yeah, it's like his. His uh, manservant, Sir, the one that servant, takes yeah. cares of him. In oh shit! Judges. Tom Waits was Renfield in fucking Bram Stoker's Dracula. The musician yes. Tom Waits. Yeah, oh, he was. Cr- I forgot I, I about remember that. Remember him? Yeah. Oh yeah. man. He, oh, Monica so, uh, Bellucci. <laughs> yeah, man. The I this this idea of a familiar. I get it. I understand that if vampires were real, there probably would be foolish people that would be familiars but yeah. i feel like man i don't think i've ever seen in any vampire movie or literature either number one a familiar getting turned over the during the course of a of the story or a vampire in the story saying that they once were a familiar yeah. and it just I, seems I'm, like a very yeah there's no future in being a familiar it seems seems like a very poor place to be in uh, and I, I don't understand why you would want to be a familiar. So for me, I the way I see the familiar is they showed it in this movie, and we've seen it in Bram Stoker's Dracula. We're familiar with it in Vampire of the Masquerade. There's a seduction. And in the Interview of the Vampire, same thing. There's a seduction from the vampires. 
and they are able to seduce humans into and 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 get them to do what they want. It's like like a Jedi mind trick, right? And I feel like obviously if you're a night walker, you need something to happen during the day, so you need at least somebody to be able to handle your affairs during the day, so they're able to use that seduction and part of that to get somebody to work for you long term is to promise them this afterlife, this immortality with the ultimate plan that you're just going to fucking wipe them out and get another person, right? Because they're so, it doesn't matter who they are. You can get anybody. And I think that's what the familiar, especially in this movie, is, is to show that the vampire has that powerful power of seduction. Because even, mm. like, it happened with, with Miguel, it happened with Tony a little bit, and I think it happened with one other I mean, character. they do had... They definitely had like a mesmerism power. Yes, so they pick him up, yeah. and it's like it's it's almost like they're sucking the life out of him. But like, and like even the kids are telling Miguel close your eyes, but he can't because he's he's being drawn into this character. And I think it's just it's it's a power seduction that the vampire has over the human soul, where they can once they get that person drawn in, they can control them and do whatever they want. And the familiar is just a tool, you know. And with the promise of immortality, and then it'll get to, it always gets to a point where that familiar crosses the line. It's like, hey, I don't think I'm going to get what I want. And so they just wipe out the familiar and get a brand new one. Yeah, and I think, you know, you know, there's, I don't know, not every movie, but a lot of movie have this moment where it's up to a character to convince another character to not do something in order for the story to continue, right? Mm. Like maybe some, uh, some person who is in with the bad people but isn't entirely bad gets the the hop on some character. And if that character doesn't convince that person not to shoot them, you know, that character's dead. But of course he convinces that character not to shoot them. Yeah. And we see this in this movie. And I think it was a really interesting, you know, this is a scene that you see all the time. So it's not nothing out of the blue or anything yeah. groundbreaking. But I think what the way that Bobby delivers that, that speech to, uh, to Frank is, was kind of funny because I think it, it worked on multiple levels because, you know, he essentially said, man, if you don't, if you stay with them, you're going to be their bitch for all yeah. eternity. Um, and that kind of convinced Frank to say, to think in his head, yeah, I guess I would be their yeah. bitch for all well, eternity. They're not going to change. They're not going to change me. And he didn't, he obviously didn't shoot him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, he well, said, well, well, look at there that's what there was. was a, yeah. There was a scene right before it where like, uh, Frankie Parmesan was like, uh, he was like, so I think it's time, you know, I've waited this long, you know, it's time for when, when, yes. when I'm going to turn me. And then the subsequent scene is that one. And fool's like, your guys are right. I'm going to be their bitch. And he didn't shoot him. And then, of course, the vampires came on. What happened? They killed him. They made him his bitch. That's right. The, the thing is, though, if you look at this movie as an allegory for gentrification, you know, that scene, what he's saying to Frank right there yeah. is kind of an important little message there because he's basically saying to you know the people that might not be part of the group that is the one that exacts the gentrification like these big companies or yeah. you know these housing development companies and stuff the people that work for them that want to be like that but actually aren't really from that group because it looked like mm. frank was probably from the bronx and was like maybe yeah. they're person no, like that a, got them in new, right from new york he knew yeah. that at least new yeah. york right yeah. uh you know he kind of sold out by you know going in, you know going on the dark side for lack of a better term in cahoots with them and i think you know bobby saying that kind of was a message to the audience to kind of say like all the people that 
could be, you know, like Debo said, seduced by this group of people and that type of life. Uh, you know, you're really only going to just be their bitch. They're never going to really accept you yeah. into their group. And I think Bobby knew that. I think Frank was disillusioned, but realized it in that moment. Yeah, and um, I just I don't know. There was something about the way he, he delivered that scene that just really it clicked for me. It resonated with me. Uh, so let's talk about um, Method Man a little bit here again in the in the ca- in the church. Uh, the boys get in trouble uh, and uh, they get sent to church after they have their first little uh, you know outing and uh, <laughs> outing and they sort of uh, you know they get they get told they have to. This was after they got in trouble with the police. Um, I think right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so you know they they go in and they come out and I I love the scene actually cracked me up where that cop pulls over and he's like, "You three are in deep shit," and I was <laughs> yeah. like, "Fuck!" Like that that not trouble deep shit, uh, which was funny. Yeah, and so you know it was it was kind of cool because you got to see uh, that vampires don't appear in recordings. You know, I, I had one question for you guys though. You know, before that, if vampires don't appear in recordings. Do you think their voices would appear, would be heard in a recording? Um, I, I want to say yes, because um, in it's, I think it's something about their image that you don't see. But like oh, yeah. e- even when Bobby was was like, oh, he like, he sold the hummus to that chick and then he bent down and he's like he was going to go to a bag and he saw that the hummus was floating all by itself. Yeah, that um, was dope. Yeah. yeah. And uh uh, I I have a feeling that the voice is not like it doesn't have that same like there's something about the camera or mirror that's unable to pick up the image of a soul and I think um I forgot what her, the character's name is but the the other girl that knew all about vampires like she's like the reason why you don't see that is because they don't have a soul but Rita Rita yes and so I but for me I mean I don't think they've actually I don't think a movie's actually touched upon this. But there have, uh, I don't know, I can't think of a movie where you've talked to a vampire on the phone, but you've you've talked to him on the phone, but not have seen them in a reflection or a video, you know. Um, So I want to say personally that you cannot see them in a video or reflection, but you could hear the voice. That's just my personal opinion. Hmm. No science, no fact, (laughs) just... So... Uh, I like it. I like it. I think you're right because they are generating sound waves that yeah. they're physically there. Uh, so they, they're in, they go to the church after they get in trouble and somehow number one, they're like texting and communicating with each other in church and Gooch. We talked about this before. Latin moms don't give a fuck. Right. And especially Latin abuelas don't give a fuck yeah, either. They, I think she would have grabbed boys, that phone and throw them out. The they would have, yeah, they, yeah, they, they would have smacked them upside the head and smashed no the phone. Way. There's no way that would have happened, yeah. but let's just say it did. As improbable as that is, what's even more improbable is that Method said, let's let's lower our heads in prayer. And somehow they were able to get up and walk into Method Man's <clears throat> like, like chambers without yeah. anyone seeing them, except for Rita, of course, which is preposterous. I, I guess it's I, a movie about little kids, but yeah, come I, on. I, I, I agree with you. I'm like, I, at first, I'm like, I'm like, how did they get in here in the first place? And I, I had to rewind it to like, wait, they, they just got up and just left. 
You're telling me the the grandma, <laughs> la abuela next to it didn't notice that their son, that guy in the No, you know gonna, why? Because she's too busy talking to God. She's praying for her grandson's soul. Same thing with the mom. She's praying for her son's soul. Like I mean, they're, I, like they're I said, too like busy like, being connected to God to pay attention uh, to what's happening around them. Like you said, I know it's a plot. It's like the plot device, and they had to do it. And I was like, you know what? I'll and, accept it. And the M E T H O D man is just talking about how he's gonna, you know, take a, a wire hanger, put it on a on a on a stove, <laughs> you know, burner, and then go. Yes. You know, was, uh, he cracked me up, though, because when he walked in, you're like, oh, he's going to see them. And he obviously he doesn't see them. And he's like, damn, the shit stole my Sprite. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. Uh, so I like how the fool had two liters of Sprite with two dozen Dunkin' Donuts. You got to get the munchies in, dog. Uh, but why you got to get those munchies, Clint? Hey. A man of hey. God don't do that, does he? It's a lonely life. It's a lonely uh, life. There's only one. If you, if you if you can't have a real lady, you gotta have that Mary Jane. A man of God, right. a man of God, don't do that. But a M E T H O D man does. <laughs> the so after they do this, they finally you know they get out and you know they get the thing and they the vampires are chasing them and they get to the uh, and they finally get to the house and you know they have this scene where the vampires can't. Go in unless they're invited. Essentially, right. yeah, that's yeah, how yeah, Tony yeah. got killed because he welcomes everyone that comes to his bodega. She came in, she killed him, unfortunately. And they can't. I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but the scene, this this is like a huge plot hole that I I didn't understand what the hell happened. But the mom saw it and she's like, "What the hell's going on here?" And then she saw that there's vampires. Didn't freak out very much, which may be a symptom of the fact that she's. From the Bronx and people wouldn't freak out, you know, maybe like, you know, people in some other area would. But she's like, in the morning, we're out of the Bronx. It's just not worth it. And I'm like, you're going to wait till the morning, lady vampires. OK, let's just say vampires are real lady. You ain't going to just move and they're just going to, like, leave you alone. Like, I don't think it really works that way. No, but let's just say that was the case. And that was her plan. This fool woke up the next morning dipped out with his friends and just walked around all day getting shit. And his mom's not wondering where the hell he is, given the fact that vampires are real. Yeah. yeah. She's not out in the streets looking for him. And the next like, time we see her, it's night that same day, and she shows up with a bunch of people from the community, and they're ready to fight vampires. No, not only I, that, and, like, in that, that scene where they got up, they had, like, an A-team type, you know, montage type scene where, like, they're like, da 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 like, gathering. da 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 Let's build and our weapons. Like, like, We're yeah, going exactly. to sharpen our knives. And, and, like, the grandma from from the Harry Potter guy, she, like, turns around. The guy, like, sneaks up, steals the garlic, no, goes he, back down. No, and not, not, not garlic. And, he stole that garlic adobo. The garlic yes. adobo. Exactly, and, and the grandma's like, "What just happened? Just, <laughs> Where's my garlic adobo? Where's my garlic? I was and in a packet in my bag." You're like I telling me that that mom adobo. would not have called abuela and told her. It make no sense. And they're first supposed all, to be religious, so they would have thought that that's Diablo, first of, right? First of all, they would have gone like they would have like wiped that whole like the whole like the whole door with like you know the, the candles, <laughs> the Virgin right. Mary, and the Guadalupe thing on it, yeah. and stuff and. And like hung garlic, thrown holy water, printed like, Jesus. They had crosses everywhere, dude. Come on, they're they're like Puerto Rican, <laughs> Dominican grandmas and moms. 
And they're like, you know You're what, right, Gooch? That, that was a missed opportunity. Yeah, yeah we're, we're, Unless yeah, we're, gonna just, we're just going to bounce like out. That, that apartment should have been the most safe place so, in so the I, entire I, city. But, I wanted, but I wanted to ask they you also guys, did the mention way, that like that chick couldn't enter the apartment because she wasn't invited. But the next scene, yeah, Frank Parmigiano was like, I, we bought the complex, so now you can go in. <laughs> so I wanted to ask, is that, is that actually like a, a like a like a vampire trope or like you just buy the building and it's yours so the people like you can it, circumvent the, the you can circumvent i don't it. know i, I think it's, that it was it makes sense to this i because yeah, I, was, I never even heard of that in all the vampire movies we watch i've never heard that but no, i've heard trope. of that before but apparently I mean, a piece of paper like you have to sign on a there, there's like a bunch of there's like some vampire stories where you have to yeah. sign a contract so like the con there's like this magic of a contract where once you sign no, the, the contract, contract yes. you're the owner and that means if you're the owner of the house, then you don't need to be invited because you own the house. Yeah. So like the but owner I, of the I never building, seen that that was a way to circumvent it. It probably has yeah. been another vampire movie. So though. like the the or the owner of the building like sold in like every all the tenants all of a sudden are hers or like all the rooms are hers. Yeah, and and now they're all gonna become vampires. It doesn't make any sense. I thought I'm like I'm like where I I, I you know I was like that's that's kind of ridiculous. I'm like okay whatever and, and all the things like come on really that's the way they're gonna get 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 the people that they just happen to buy the building. <laughs> I know. It... Anyway, okay, it's just so... it's a fun it's a fun thing. It just doesn't matter. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that that was fun. This might not be so fun, but I, I really want to know what you guys have to say about this because I just find it so fascinating. Right before you know, they they have this scene where the uh, you know they put holy water in a water balloon, which I don't think I'd ever actually seen before, which was pretty clever and kind of cool because they were. What kids. do you mean? That's what kids would do. I think they did that. They did that in in in, uh, in Monster uh, Squad, Dust right? Done. Dust of them. I don't it, wasn't, it wasn't water balloons. They like filled condoms full of uh, full of uh, okay. holy water. Fair enough. I think I think I think they did it in Monster Squad as well. And yeah. I think they want to. I, I want to say in um fucking Lost Boys, they filled up water guns. Yeah, with water holy guns water. With water. Okay. So uh, either way, this whole thing where the water boils, I don't. Yeah, know I agree. I've, I've never seen, seen that. that. That I haven't. And I've never seen. And then let me get this straight. It boils, but he it explodes on his hand, and yet he doesn't get burnt. I don't know, but nevertheless, nevertheless. The okay, so the kid has this. He tells Rita that he has this heartfelt message for his mom, you know, basic stuff, right? I love yeah. you, I'm sorry for not cleaning my room and shit like that. I was just curious if you guys got into a situation when you were his age, uh, and you had an opportunity to give someone a message to give to your mom, and you thought that after that, after giving that message, you might die, what would you guys have said? For me, during that time point in my life, it would have been a message to Cindy Crawford, um, like how much <laughs> I, I I I I loved her and how much that she meant to me, and I'm sorry I never got a chance to meet her. So, but oh you want to live with her on uh, on the House of Style? Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's such a good answer, Devo. I really. Uh, <laughs> you know, I had never thought about it. Um, I. <laughs> I mean, I lived a normal life. I can't say that I was ever hunted by vampires. Um, I, although that does sound pretty cool when we were little kids. Although I have like an aversion towards um, kids solving anything in films or in TV. Like that's why I can't watch that anymore. I hate why watching. because they're they're stupid in real life. And kids they are be stupid able to solve in anything. real life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just kidding, man. No, I actually really that's fucking why smart, dude. I, I hate they only solve the shit that, that matters to them, which is usually dude. dude that's why, like you know, you, shit, you guys, you guys have always asked me like, why don't you watch? I'm sure it's a great, a great, a great show. 
And I, you know, I haven't watched it, so I can't say that I it's bad or not. But that's the reason why I don't watch um, Stranger Things. Because I, oh. I have, I have, a, I have this aversion to watching kids like say. I was shocked at this one, by the way. I didn't think it was gonna be kids in this thing. I was pleasantly surprised. It was funny. Okay, fine. Yeah. But I, it, I for me, I mean, it's preposterous. It's preposterous. No, if you like. Me. I mean, uh, if you like this, you'll like Stranger Things, Gooch. Yeah. I, I understand that. I understand that. Because it's yeah. fun, man. Like, it's really fun. fun and funny. And, and Stranger Things isn't just about kids. And kids yeah, yeah, aren't I, the I, ones I, that, like, actually save the day or anything. Well, I, well, I understand that. But it just, it's just, I, I, again, I, I, just, I have this thing where it's like, I mean, I was a 13-year-old kid. I mean, the last thing I don't know would be doing, saving lives and killing vampires. I mean, it was absolutely preposterous. This kid was on a, on a bike and he joused the, the vampire in the chest. <laughs> And at least, I mean, at least, Gooch, at least I, I, when I saw that Gooch, I knew that that was gonna fucking. You were just gonna be like, "This is preposterous." I, I mean, knew first, you were gonna think that. The first thing I would have probably done, like if I was like a thirteen-year-old and I saw that white chick on the road, I thought she was hot. I'd probably hit on her and be turned into a vampire there, right there and then. I'd probably be happy. So, so that suck, scene, suck me dry, baby, suck me so, dry. That's what I probably tell her. So let let we get to that scene where the community is standing up to whatever her name was, or Vivian. Right, the, and Vivian. and then all of a sudden it's like oh Miguel's like and like people are trying to attack her but she's like you know taking everybody out and all of a sudden Miguel's like Vivian and he's on his bike and he's got the bat and he's running towards riding towards it and he runs into her <laughs> the, that that scene when he runs into her Vivian does this thing where she grabs him kind of lifts him up in the air and drops him I'm like dude that looks just like a rock bottom like that when yeah. that fool came in at her and she's like boom I was like rock bottom rock bottom rock she bottom a wrestling mode but then the but then it did turn out that Sammy Sosa won in the end yeah yes so the- love conquers all <laughs> did you okay so when they you know leading up to that scene they go into the the lair mm-hmm. right and uh, these vampires were hanging upside down Maybe they did that in Lost Boys. I don't remember. No, I don't, so, I don't so remember seeing vampires ever hang like bats like that before sleeping. So my 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 my, my my notes. I talked about how this was like a, a a mix between Monster Squad and Lost Boys. It wasn't until that scene when they're hanging upside down where I was like, "This is Lost Boys." Because um, yeah, there's right. one point where in Lost Boys they're on a train track and a train's coming and they all like jump over the edge and blah blah blah, but they all end up hanging upside down underneath the train. And then even still, when the Frog Boys or the Frog Brothers are going into the lair to attack the, the vampires, they're all sleeping hanging upside down. Hmm. Okay, so it is a thing. It's it's a, it is a trope. It was at least cool, at least though. in the Lost the Boys. Cool. You know, I mean, yeah. I don't know about any other movies. Um, I, I want to so long. Actually, so. I think in Bram Stoker's Dracula, there's some points where Dracula is hanging upside down. Yeah, I yeah. just think it's fucking cool when they're hang- we're sleeping upside it's down. Creepy. It's, it's creepy. It's creepy. It's really creepy you know? and cool. But then it's like, you know, the boy comes like, so here's my biggest thing is you got all the vampires hanging up. And before this, they talked about wh- what did they do before that? They went straight to the sarcophagus, which had the main vampire. And their plan was to, to take down the main vampire because it weakens the other vampires. So what happens when, oh, I just thought about this. When they go and they, they see all the vampires hanging out, they don't know which one is the main vampire. No. No, they don't. I don't they don't at Cause, that point. Because no. if they would have gone for Vivian, that was the main vampire. Now, for whatever reason, I was like, oh, they knew. At, at that point, I thought they knew who the main vampire was. So to me, it was silly that they didn't go after that main vampire first and, and stake that one through the heart and then go after the rest of them. 
I well, but the other thing too, I don't think he could get to them because, you know, he climbed up and was like, you know, he was like twisting his body to stake that one vampire was the only one he could get close to, which number one, it seemed like it was ridiculous to think that a 12 year old kid, 13 year old kid had enough strength to stab a person through the heart with a stake as that person was suspended dangling in air. You would just hit them and they would move rather than like pierce through them. You'd have to have a ton of like arms, arm speed, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, But maybe it's a vampire. So just touching it is sort of like, you know, it, it makes it easy for it to go in. I don't know. Mm. Uh, they were hella susceptible. We talked about these vampires were hella susceptible. I, I didn't get that part where they put the Eucharist in the vampire's mouth. I don't think I had seen that before. I never it heard makes of that. sense. The only I, the only thing I like is the fact that they were talking about the Eucharist, and then when uh, Miguel was writing that writing down the notes, he actually misspells Eucharist because he doesn't know how to spell it. Oh yeah, yeah <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> I All mean, right. that meant to me that Miguel's mom obviously wasn't taking him to church enough. Mm. He wasn't reading. Yeah. You know, uh, these, uh, what'd you guys think of the scene of the ladies engulfed in their telephones, talking shit about some girl with a weave walking right by the standoff at the very end between the vampire and the girls. And she turns and she's like, who this bitch? Yeah, I thought I thought it was funny. It was nice and uh, a nice level of levity to the scene. Yeah. Um, you know, because it's 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 ridiculous, and there's a lot of people out there that are like that. You know, like completely oblivious to what's happening around them. But then when they get brought in the scene, they're just like, "What the fuck's happening here?" Like it wasn't just like, "Oh, I'm gonna run away." They're, they're like, "What the fuck?" So I thought it was nice. And then it. the girl, that, I think it was the girl that had the video streaming throughout the course of the film. Glow TV. Threw like a Timberland boot at her. Yeah. And she <laughs> has just the one boot on. <laughs> so, so what, okay, I wanted to bring that up. Did you, like, what was her, that girl's, like, role in this film? Is Was she, like, supposed to be, like, some, some sort of pseudo-narrator in a new sense where it's, like, you know how, like, obviously uh, social media is a huge part in... For young children, for well, younger adults and younger and, and and kids and teenagers and stuff like that. And do you think they used that whole type of like you know uh, of a video blogging or TikTok or whatever you want to call it as a, a type of narration tool for this movie? Because that's what I felt. Because she she pretty mm. much introduced all the characters. Yeah, she introduced all the characters, and she resolved uh, she, the movie at the end. She was she resolved the movie at the end. It was like a happy ending, and she. she I mean, I don't think it was a good idea because I don't really like that whole type of vlogging type thing. But I thought it was an interesting way of maybe introducing a new way of like uh, of of uh, of narration of a, being being a narrator for because she never she didn't play any in, in, any important role whether she was there or not. The movie was going to come out the same way. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I I, I, told, I felt ahead. that she was like some sort of like new type of narrator for like the kids and and you know young people and. Not us, but uh, I think you're right, Gooch. But I also yeah. think that if you guys seen the movie The Warriors, Warriors the come out Walmart? and play. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so in that movie, the Warriors are stranded after like a big gang fight, yeah, and right. they have to go from the mm-hmm. Bronx uh, and travel to Brooklyn, where they're from. Mm-hmm. And in the course of that movie, it's interspersed with this woman talking on the radio yes about oh, yeah. what's happening with the warriors and i felt like 
I don't know if they ripped it off or they were inspired by, or it's just you know what a film trope to, to do that type of thing. Now that you mention that, uh, I like but that. Yeah. it's basically like the same that. exact like plot device. Yeah. But, with, yeah, but with like with a new like, like a, a modern twist. A twi- yes, yeah, twenty twenty twist. Yes. I like that. You're right. You know, I don't doubt it. You're probably right. They, it's probably a bit of both. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's I probably think so. a bit of both. Yeah. All right, so we got this movie. Yep. Should we do our scores? Yeah. So we okay. got to do Kim Coppola. Oh, oh the Kim. Oh. Oof. Oh. You know, I didn't even think of that. I forgot because I, I actually I did have a good time watching this film. Um, but ah, uh, man, I hate. I'm gonna have to go with Method Man, dude. Oh. I, I don't think he did. I don't think he did a good job in this film, even with the short part. Like, like he was supposed to be like this kind of hard boiled, like priest type character. I understand that, but like, I don't know if he was if it was the script or the way he was utilized. I, I mean, I thought he could do because like all the I've never heard of any of those characters, any of those actors. I mean, I could it could have gone to Gloria to from Glow, uh, Glow TV. It could have got to her because I I thought she was annoying. But, but she she plays a TikToker Instagrammer exactly thing perfectly so, I mean, like because yeah, I took for me she's annoying but other people she might not I think she was annoying TikToker and if she if that's what she was supposed to be yeah she played it perfectly and and I'm gonna drop some fucking blasphemous fire right here right now but I think, I'm gonna go method because I I I, 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 I hated it like, I, like, I, I I gotta agree with Lucho you know yeah. like like as much as oh, I love meth man. like like this role was just like. You see Method Man. So here's the problem. You're introduced to Zoe Zeldana. You know she's a badass. She plays badass yeah. characters in in, in, in in other movies and stuff. She gets taken out by a vampire super early. Maybe she had to owe somebody. It is what it is, right? You see Meth. He comes in. He's like, you know, you got to walk the path. Don't walk the path with Wicked. Yeah, blah, just, blah, blah. Like he's, dro- he's dropping scripture. You're like, oh. Yeah, like, gosh, I, like I had to know. Like, like I, I was like, you know what? Meth is going to fuck up some vampires tonight, right? And then as the movie progresses, he's not a real big part of the story, not a real big part of the story. He's used more as a set piece. And yeah, even and he was, still, dude, like... He was phoning it in, too. He was so phoning uh, it in. I don't know, but he, he was... was like, he was, like Method Man's not known for his acting chops, but, but like, I, but still, but like I mean, he's, he's, he's usually put in positions where it's like, all right, that's what... Like, if I want to see Method Man, like, that's what he's going to do, right? And this was like... He's a he's a father. He's like he's a religious man. Like it was completely out of context for who I think yeah. Method Man is, but I don't apparently know him. Um, and he didn't have a whole lot of lines. Like he he did the whole like the shit stole my sprite. Like that was like hilarious, but that was really it. You know, yeah. he whacks a chicken in the head with the with the with the cross, and then she burns, and that's it. Like he was like it was it for me maybe not. It, it might not have been more of a of a bad acting as a most as as mo, as as much as it was a poor use of Mech, Method Man. Uh, I, what, what do you think, Clint? What, who was, uh, who was your? I don't. I okay. So I completely disagree. Okay. I think, but I have I I have to admit I'm not going to be able to be objective because Wu Tang Clan is like my favorite rap group of oh, all time. Okay, yeah. But hip hop group of all time. But and I love Method Man. But I, I love like Method Man. I, I feel like I love was, the Wu Tang Clan too, and I, I love Method like Man too. Acted poorly in this movie because he delivered the lines fine. Thought he did what yes. I thought what he was given. I thought he did okay, and the line, like you said, the sprite line was hilarious. And I thought, like you know, when he was looking around at them, when he noticed they weren't there, it was kind of funny. Uh, so I thought he did what I think he was miscast. I don't okay. think that right. he's a believable. 
Well, we'll give us. Priest, we'll give us who. We'll give but, us who you think it is because we may uh, we may agree with you. I no, I, agree, I, I think it, I think it's more of a casting and a bad yes. bad writing thing with Method Man. Okay, I mean, he, I think he could have done a little bit more with it. But tell us who you think it is because we may agree. And with I you. think I and know. I think you're right. I think you're right. He I, I, if they would have made him kill some vampires, we wouldn't even be talking about this. No, of course. So it's not. like more the right, script right. than uh, yeah. more the plot than him. I actually think the main character is Jaden Michael. I, I oh Miguel I, I, and, I, Miguel, and, I, and you know and I feel bad because I I, I think I, I think he's likable. I think his character's likable, and I think that like you said when you said about the Spider Man thing, I think he really could do that in a couple years. But I just can't. There were just so many times where I saw yeah, scenes was, where people were delivering like yeah. like board ca- cardboardish performances and some really stale lines and i feel like you know everyone did it all these kids yeah. it's hard they're kids right they're not gonna do it right. right every time i just feel like he did it so often that it was sort of noticeable but i don't feel like it was so noticeable that i made me it, i didn't couldn't enjoy the movie because i could no, i just no, felt no. like there are kids with more acting skill than him that could have done that role yeah. um and so that's why i have to pick him uh, but I feel bad about that because I think this kid has a bright future if he wants to keep acting. Um, but I just think, he, like I said before, I think he needs to up his acting chops just a little bit. But that's, you know, I feel really know, I, bad, though. I thought I thought though too. I thought, too. But like, I always give kids a little bit of leeway with it. Just because yeah, I, I, I would like to, too. But yeah, what am I supposed but to do? Was, not pick him because I think he's a kid. Is, I think I think since, I guess you watch him. He's like he's obviously the biggest part of the movie. And I don't think it was as bad. It was that bad to where it's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. You know, oh my god, Meth Met Man stood out for me. Like it, he, he really did. He, like even the, from the very first time he showed up, he stood out. I'm like, God, come on, Meth Man. Yeah, I'm like, I'm sad. I, I'm sad. Again, but again, again, it was. It may have been bad writing for him. It was. It might have been bad casting. But even with Zoe Zaldana's like little part she was in, she did. A, I think she did a great fucking job. Even well, with like the, like the the ten lines that she had, and yeah. Method Man didn't have any more. True. So Good point. Damn. So, Clifford Smith. Yeah. <sighs> so it's good to our scores here. I hate you, Man. I hate you, Method Man. But whoa, I know I love whoa. you. Method. Don't go that oh, far. No. Don't go that no, far. No, I love Calm you, Method Man. But you were terrible in this film. That's I love you, I but I hate uh, you. Yeah. All right. Method Man, Kim Coppola. Kim Coppola. <laughs> Damn. Oh, it, it, it has to be. You should, you should not. You, should you not, guys outruled me. So I, I, yeah, it happens all no, the time. No, no, I so. understand. But I, dude, I used it's it, dude. Seriously. So all our right. scores. So. So what? Wait, what? So what did I give? Uh, what did I give? Uh, Killer Clowns. It was like a five point five, right? Well, let, 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 let's see here. Let me yeah, double check now. They got all these fucking scores. <laughs> we've got here. the paper. We've got the. Yeah, I got, oh, yeah, I got the. I got the fucking the shits here. You gave the it a six. A six. Jesus. I like that film. That is fucking Shakespearean to you. You know what? I'm gonna give the same the same score. It just. <laughs> It was oh, fun. God. I'd watch it again. I'd watch K- the Killer Clowns again. Um, although I may have wa- I actually might watch this one with my, my niece because like a little bit later when on, we should get a little bit older. I'd watch this with my niece or like yeah. you know with a family member. No problem. I, I thought it was a good. I thought it was a good watch. Yeah. Funny. Um, and uh, for being a vampire film, it was it was relatively good. Uh, yeah. Well, for what it is, and 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 I agree. Like the it, it followed the vampire tropes that you want. Almost to yeah. a T, you know, the, yeah, the a little garlic bit too much, and the sick and the heart, you know, the fucking blah, 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 blah. Um, but it also introduced some other things that we haven't seen before. Uh, again, like we've talked about how this is a very good homage to some past horror vampire stories uh, with mm-hmm. different twists. Um, 
but I I liked most of the cast. The kids I thought were 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 uh, really well acted, uh, represented. The vampires I thought were vampires as you as you want. I gave it a seven. Wow, damn, well, man, I feel I feel bad now, but I got no, you I don't feel honest. bad. I mean, don't Gooch gave bad. Killer Clowns from fucking Outer Space a six. So yeah. I can't feel too I bad. Love it. But we hated uh, on Method Man, Clint. So maybe it's going to even out. Hate us. I, hate us, Clint. So I thought the movie was entertaining, but I feel like there were so many opportunities for me to for them to do something that would make me laugh out loud, and I just really uh, didn't okay. as much as I thought that I was going to. It was more just cute and fun and sort of what you expect. And I feel like if I was 12 or 13, 14 years old, I would love this fucking movie mm. I agree. but as it stands i'm damn near a 40 year old man and so it just seems very it's almost too quaint too kitty in a sense for me um and i loved seeing method man but his he was miscast and i think the main like we like i mentioned before i think the main actor was probably the was probably the have had the worst put through the worst performance of anyone and it's mm-hmm. kind of bad because i think he does really good in some parts and then other parts it's like man that was really fucking wooden uh and obviously it was give fun to see score, Zoe Zaldana, uh but i think it's i want to i wanted to give it a five but i don't know it's just it's an average movie but i think it's a little slightly lower than average Dude, so i'm going four and give a half. it man give 4. it 4.5 that's fine Oof. Oof. so there you have it vampires versus the bronx if it's it's a fun night out, a fun popcorn movie, like people say, it's on Netflix. Um, if you've got it, yeah. it, it doesn't hurt to watch it. You can watch it with your, you know, your preteen or something. Yeah, like, I think that's uh, the way to go, Gooch. If you yeah. watch it with a with a young person who's old yeah. enough to old enough to be able to handle this and not get nightmares, yeah. but young exactly. enough that they can appreciate it. I think that's yeah. where you're going to have the most fun. Blood's on the minimum. So yeah. it's like the the the, the, the cut, they, I think they see shit and then that's it. So no tits. It, it's, it, no, it's a, it's, a, it's a fun movie to watch with the you know with a, like a family horror night or something like that. So, so there you have it. Yeah. Vampires versus the Bronx. 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 All so, right. So uh, who's picking oh, next, next week? week? Oh, who's been? Yeah, that's right. Who's been, okay. All right. That would be me. Fellas. And this is the Halloween. So, this is how. This is like October thirtieth. Yes. We're going to be exactly. recording this October thirtieth. So I don't know if it'll come out before Halloween, but nope. Doesn't matter. We'll be recording it before Halloween. We'll be Our live on Twitch. We'll be live on Twitch. I, I think this give is going to be a really one, good Clint. one. I don't know if you guys have seen this one, but if you guys haven't seen it, you guys are in for a real fucking treat because this movie right. is fucking awesome. The Invisible Man. Which one? Which one? The, the new one? or Yes. With okay, Kevin Bacon? I haven't seen the... No, that's... No. that's... There's one that's that came a hollow out this man. Year. Oh. <laughs> Oops. This is the hollow man's good too. The one from 2019. Moss, directed by Lee Wannell, who did the Saw movies. Okay. Oh, really? Okay. Right. Yeah. Invisible uh, Man. There I, it is. Is this one of the? Is this one of the Warner Brothers or the Paramount movie? Universal. Movie? Okay. Universal yeah. One? It was a, supposed okay. to be a reboot until Tom Cruise ruined it by that shitty ass mummy that was movie. That such a terrible mummy movie. Terrible movie. Terrible movie. Gosh. Uh, I'll never boy, watch all it. All Hodges in this. This fucking movie is good. Okay. All, all right. right. There it is. All Invisible right, Man. Okay. Next week. I want to see this now. We'll do it. So until then, deviants. See you guys later. See you later. See you later.